What's up, guys? Happy Tuesday. You tuned into Ronin Radio. We have Travis Ewer today. He's head gymnastics coach at Invictus CrossFit, one of the more famous gyms in the world, definitely competitively. They have their own Nike shoes. It's a badass gym. Go check them out and check out Invictus Gymnastics to see Travis and check out his online program. Let's get into this. Okay, thank you very much for coming on, Travis. I really appreciate you taking the time to have a chat, and uh, we're just going to get into uh, yeah a little bit of stuff that I mentioned. So let's start out with, uh, from my side of things, a little bit of a an introduction as to how we met. So I mean, you contacted me by email at the time, and I was super excited to see somebody of your level shooting over such a sound offer to basically come over and teach for free. So uh, <clears throat> then you came over, rocked over, did the little mini workshops with us, and we definitely spent a little bit more time together. Uh, we got out to Holt, we did some sea swims, and uh, from my side of things, I think we connected really quickly from the start on the whole idea of coaching and, and, and really just how thankful both of us are to be in the position that we're in to teach for a living. So, I mean, that, that was a really, for me, that was where the bromance really kicked off was when we just, we just hit it. We hit, we hit the same, we hit the same spot from early on. And I really appreciate our relationship so far from that. So, uh, from your side of things, uh, give me a little bit of a history as to how you got into gymnastics in the first place. Back in the- yeah. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't really like into gymnastics just naturally, you know, as a kid, it was just one of those things that was always around because I have an older sister and, uh, she was, training and competing when I was like a baby. Right. And so, uh, because my mom was, you know, there watching me, they eventually put me in a boys class when I was old enough to do it. And then, uh, you know, it just kind of kicked off like that. And then it just continued on and off for a matter of years. And so it was kind of like, uh, just a foundational thing for me. I, it wasn't like one day I decided I wanted to be a gymnast or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I tell people it, it's kind of like family. Like I didn't choose it. It just happened to be a part of my life when I was young. So that's how I started into it. And then over the years, uh, you know, in and out, did a couple other sports, did some soccer, football, right? Um, and uh, some basketball. That's about it. I wasn't really into sports. I'm very non-competitive personally. So um, uh, gymnastics was cool just because I didn't have like a whole team relying on me and I could just kind of do it however I wanted to, and that was uh, that was good enough for me. Right, and at that stage, did you was it like a heavily sort of a a coach athlete relationship, or were you just kind of in a club, just kind of doing a class type of thing, or what, what way would it look? Yeah, I was, just, I was just doing a class. You know, I was I was at one gym, and then my sister switched gyms, and they didn't have a boys program, so I took a break, and then I ended up going to the YMCA, taking some classes there, and then uh, yeah, it was just kind of like hit and miss hit and miss everywhere all right okay and uh, then did you did you kind of latch on to a coach eventually and, and get stuck in for a long period of time or did you just pick up knowledge as you went around over the years well it was kind of cool because uh my first coach uh he used to own a gymnastics club in my hometown and um so he was my first coach uh this older guy kind of grew up on the beach in muscle beach learning how to do all his gymnastics skills into like sand pits um so he was like an old school gymnast guy. And uh, so he was my first coach. And then when I went to the YMCA, he was actually coaching there. 
uh, we didn't know that. You just happened to be there when they signed me up. And then uh, when my parents opened a club when I was about 11 years old, uh, they reached out to him, see if he wanted to, you know, kind of do that as a side job because he, he was a, a physical education teacher at a school. And he said, yeah, sure. And so he ended up being my last coach also. Wow, amazing. So that was a, yeah. a, long, a long-term relationship with that guy. Cool. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a cool, right. dude. And uh, I think when we were talking about it, you mentioned it has a particular term. Was it artistic gymnastics or is it a particular type of gymnastics that you would yeah. test it? Yeah, artistic gymnastics <laughs> is the one that you see on TV with the big tumbling scales and stuff like that. The other, uh, the, uh, the other one is called rhythmic. Sorry, I drew a blank on that. Rhythmic right. gymnastics with the ribbon and the flexible people. Uh, right. Flexibility never one of my uh, <laughs> strong suits <laughs> right okay uh, i must try and see uh some i'd love to see some footage of like uh, some of your earlier stuff where you're doing the artistic stuff that'd be amazing oh man if i had some i would i would definitely share it but i think it's all on vhs like back mm-hmm. in my hometown and i don't yeah. even think they have vcr anymore <laughs> old school all right and uh so you transitioned at some stage into crossfit did you or was it kind of through gymnastics you found crossfit yeah, so uh, I didn't find CrossFit. Uh, CrossFit kind of found me. Um, interestingly enough, uh, I moved to San Diego. I was coaching here for like nine years, coaching kids, right? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, one of the coaches I used to coach with uh, was a member at a small club in San Diego called Invictus. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they mentioned to her, hey, you know, we're looking for a gymnastics coach. Do you know anybody who would be a good fit? She goes, hey, I used to work with this guy. He might be a good fit. Uh, I'm pretty sure he doesn't CrossFit though. They're like, no worries. Just, you know, we'll give him a call. See you, see what's up. So they called me in and, uh, I felt really awkward. I was like, this is going to be, this is going to be very strange. You know, I never seen, uh, the inside of a CrossFit gym, never seen girls like training rings, um, you know, for competition and, uh, never seen so many ab muscles <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> So walking in was, was a little bit strange and, uh, you know, just getting used to it took a minute teaching adults instead of kids. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of how, how I ended up into the CrossFit, uh, genre and, uh, with Invictus as well. Cool. Um, at that stage, were you brought in for like the athletic population or, or kind of everybody? Uh, yeah, for the competitive team, actually, okay. it was, it was, uh, <clears throat> Before CrossFit Games 2015, um, I think it was about seven weeks before comp, and uh, I had a meeting with uh, the owner here, CJ uh, Martin, and uh, his side, wait, uh, what's it? Uh, second, uh, second, second in line, you know, kind of yeah. like co-captain, uh, yeah. Nicole, uh, at the time DeHart, now it's Nicole Cribs. Um, and she runs, she currently runs our uh, online master's program, but uh so I had a meeting with them and uh, they go, Hey, uh, uh, we, we kind of want, you know, some new eyes on our competitive athletes. Have you ever heard of CrossFit games before? And I said, no, and they thought that was funny. <laughs> well, it's a big competition. It's coming up in about seven weeks. And we were just wondering if maybe like even as early as next week, you could come in Monday and Friday, work with our competitive athletes, um, you know, for an hour. Uh, and then, you know, we would just do a four week, <clears throat> excuse me, a four week thing. They'd take two weeks off before competition and they, they'd go to, uh, CrossFit games. I said, yeah, let's, let's do it see what happens. So, um, no, I didn't come in for like the general population. I came in for the athletes 
and uh, yeah, that was that was where the experience started. Sounds amazing. So obviously you've got you've got guys there that would have been at a really high level uh, for, from a CrossFit perspective. But when you came in and with your sort of expertise, your gymnastics eye, were you looking at a lot of holes in the game, like straight away? Uh, well, to be completely honest, I I was I was told well, and this still stands true, that hey, it doesn't really matter what their skills look like. This is the criteria that they need to match, you know, uh, like feet can't go higher than the bar on a bar muscle up or, you know, their ch- uh, chest has to actually touch the bar on butterfly pull-ups on uh, chest bars. And so I, I, I was kind of, I was just kind of feeling everything out and uh, watching them do ring muscle ups and, you know, just uh, learning that there is a difference between kipping and strict, whereas a muscle up in gymnastics is just a muscle up. You're not swinging. Um, and so it was, there was a big learning curve for me before I started figuring out where I could start making improvements with the athletes. So I really don't think I was of much help, <laughs> to right. be completely honest, uh, before their, uh, their competition. But, um, yeah, so it wasn't like this, you know, light bulb went off and I'm like, oh, my God, perfect match for me. I can, I can save these people. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that were the case, but, uh, yeah, that, that definitely wasn't what occurred. All right, so it was as much, if not more, of a learning experience for you to kind of figure out the game of CrossFit. Yeah, yeah, All definitely. Right. It must have been interesting for uh, CJ too because he wasn't, you know, a gymnast. So I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. I'm looking at a skill. And I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks cool, but it also looks a bit strange, you know. What? You know, oh, that's a butterfly pull-up. Like, it's, it's – what so it's cheating? Like you're allowed to cheat? He goes, hey, we want to go fast. I'm like, okay, okay, I get it, I get it. So, yeah, yeah that, was, that was a fun part of it, for sure. Yeah, and then I suppose, like, obviously the, the expertise that you had then, you're, you're just more kind of translating it into, you know, finding how to apply your knowledge to this particular thing. And then when you do, then it, it, it becomes a level that nobody else has like do you know what I mean because nobody else there's very few people in the world that have your level now of understanding so you had this foundation and then just applied it to CrossFit yeah, yeah well I, I I think I think the thing is is that I was really excited to get oh look I love love coaching the kids but I was really excited to get away from from all the uh, uh stringent standards of uh typical gymnastics straight legs pointed toes and so when, you know, they basically like let the leash off, they're like, we don't care what it looks like. As long as it's safe, they can do it over and over and it counts. And I go, this is genius. Like I love it so much. So, um, you know, it was, it was more like, oh, I, I really like problem solving. And so I was looking at what it was that they were doing and I go, okay, we have a problem. It's in my wheelhouse. How do I solve it? And that's, that's where, you know, it, it wasn't, I could say a lot of uh, what I brought to uh, the gym uh, was based on my experience through watching movement in gymnastics clubs and uh, all the kids and athletes that I coached through that. Um, but I wouldn't say that it was necessarily like, like a direct translation by any means, because I got to throw out a whole bunch of old crap that I was tired of dealing with anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I said, straight legs, pointed toes, and honestly, even hollow body positions, like some of the things that, that gymnasts, uh, gymnasts 
sorry, I can't talk. Gymnastics coaches preach. I got to chuck it out the window unless I wanted to keep it for a good reason. So that's, I think that's what made the biggest difference is I, I actually got to be creative and play with the movements and um, figure out how to make them work optimally. Mm, which they absolutely do. Like not to mention the athletes, obviously that you work with and stuff, but I'm still a member of your group, your online program. And I get to daily sit, sit back and watch your coaching interventions that you do online and I'm just always fascinated by it. I'm still, I'm still like, how the hell does he see that in that? And I'm like, oh yeah, now that makes sense, you know. So it's, it's, it's still, it's, it's been a great resource for me, even though I might not be engaging on the group. I'm, I'm still watching. I'm still creeping. I'm actively creeping. <laughs> well, that's great. It's great. And as a coach, you know, like for, for you to not just listen to me and be like, oh, he wants it done that way, but for you to, to look at it from the perspective, and this is what I want more than anything for everybody is like to look at it from the perspective of, does it actually make sense? Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And if it doesn't, then we have a problem. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. But you, you definitely got a very good bunch of um, participants there as well, because you know, you can see that it does make sense to them when they, by, by the way they react in a comment. And then if it doesn't, they'll put it out there and then you go and explain it very well again. And you give them a video and they go and research that video. It's a very organic sort of a process. Yeah, it's fun. It's a learning experience for me as well. I mean, the more more people I get to coach there, the more different issues I have to deal with and uh, the more solutions I need to be able to <clears throat> bring back to the athletes in some sort of layman's terms, not some harebrained jargon that they don't understand. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's a very fun and interactive place on that group for me. Yeah. So, like, of the, of the kind of... Uh, individual kind of traits that you need to have to to be a successful at cross crossfit gymnastics what would you say are some of the most important like you'll hear people say strength you know you got to be strong and i know we had some good conversations about this in in the grave diggers over a lovely point where you know how much strength do you actually need or how much kipping do you need like you know of the basics what do you think you actually need to get good at gymnastics from like say that six month period of being a crossfitter and you start kipping and all what what, what are the key facets hey you know I, I really think it comes down to learning how to relax because uh a lot of people in crossfit you, you mentioned you know somebody who's been in for six months or something like that so that's not always the case usually uh the hardest ones to coach are like the masters athletes and stuff like that because they try to muscle the shit out of everything so um, teaching them how to relax. A lot of the uh, uh, more novice uh, athletes are actually the easiest ones to coach because uh, you can just kind of walk them through movement patterns. They start feeling for their first time without really knowing uh, what it feels like to do it a harder way, right? Mm. So um, a criteria is like an open mind and then just reminding yourself to start from scratch that, uh, you know, this is going to be something different from – probably everything else that you've done up to that point. So um, physical standards, though, you know, just being able to kip and regrip and, and really pace yourself because a lot of people try to push themselves a little too, too much too soon. Um, so patience and uh, just learning how to kind of ease with the process. Uh, the physical demands are pretty light to be, you know, uh, objectively, <laughs> you know, uh, honest about it. Yeah. Uh, it's more about insertion strength than like strict pulling strength, um, you know, insertion strength of the muscles um, and not so much of like 
you know, how, how many strict pull-ups can you do, et cetera, you know, cause that, that really does take a lot of time, but kipping movements are uh, based on physics and momentum. And you just need to have that foundational um, insertion and tendon strength in order to avoid injury. Mm-hmm. And again, patience <laughs> to make sure that you don't, you know, try to do full chest bar pull-ups, learn how to do a kipping swing. Cause that's, you know, then you start adding too much load. And again, that's just being responsible and trying to, you know, grow over time. Mm-hmm. And this, like, this was one of the, the, the biggest shifts for me in our conversations from, like, I would have traditionally been really kind of like strength. You have to have X amount of pull-ups to do X amount of things on kipping and stuff. But we, I really started to understand your method more about that kind of more dynamic strength and then that insertion strength. Like, we geeked out a lot on it. And I definitely came away with a lot as regards giving people a lot more around kipping and kipping variations and tells the bar where I might not have beforehand, you know? Mm. Well, that's my goal, as long as it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and definitely, like, understanding those positions as well, like it, hitting the, the dotted lines all along the way, like getting the knees up that little bit higher or starting in the air chair or, or uh, the uh, bad cheerleader position, all, they, they definitely changed the game for me. It's like if you're not hitting those points, then the next thing is going to be a big struggle. You know, you're going to resort to strength almost. Yeah, yeah. If the dominoes aren't lined up, it doesn't matter uh, if the first one tips over, the second one's not. You know? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So uh, the, the life of Travis currently, I know I, every time I see you on Facebook doing a handstand in a different part of the world and I'm like having a shit day, I'm like, I hate this guy. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where, in, uh, where in the world is Travis? Where in the world is Travis going? I know you're in San Diego now and you're hoping to leave soon enough. What's, what's next on the agenda? Uh, I've got a couple seminars coming up. I have one in uh, upstate New York in Syracuse. Uh, that's this coming weekend. Uh, the following weekend will be in Fort Smith, Arkansas. The weekend after will be here in San Diego. And then I head out of country. 90% sure that I will be heading out of country after that. All right. Nice. Yeah. And then that's it kind of dotted around a bit of a world tour going on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm giving up everything I got, man. Um, my dog's getting taken care of. My car's getting taken care of. Uh, just getting down to, two bags of luggage and uh, hitting the road and I don't have a return uh, plan yet. Amazing. So exciting, man. Absolutely amazing. Oh, and, I'm pumped. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. And <clears throat> Ireland, this side of the world is, is on the agenda. We've been discussing as well, getting something going. Yeah. Yeah. So, Travis at Ronin for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to come back. Yeah, It was man. a good experience the first time, you know, kind of getting to know you, getting to, you know, see your box, see all the, you know, see and work with all the uh, members that you had there. Yeah. But uh, I think this time around is going to be a little bit different, um, even though, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's only been a year of my coaching life, but I feel like I've learned so much. Mm-hmm. So returning, being able to share that knowledge, it's going to be really exciting seeing you again. I'm going to do some other workshops around the island. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. It's going to be Amazing. a lot of fun. Amazing, bro. Amazing. Um, well, I mean, I've pretty much touched on everything that I got to touch on here. And like I said, just just to reiterate what I said at the start, I really appreciate our connection going on. And I've, I have learned a lot from you and not only to kind of teach, but where to challenge people and how hard I can push and what I can kind of go for. You know, if in some ways, my my tendency to want to keep people safe 
may have held me back a little bit, but you know, when you get to work with somebody at your level, you can kind of understand it a little bit more. And I really appreciate that, you know. Well, you're doing a great job keeping people safe. That's the important thing. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, what what I have to say is I I love the fact about my job that it's the only thing that I have to focus on. And so for me to be able to share the knowledge that I learned over the years and and the experience that I get working with the online clients and all these seminars that I've been putting on, um, being able to share that with coaches like yourself, uh, it, it means so much to me because I just feel like the knowledge lives on uh, from me through you to others and hopefully uh, continues from there. So, you know, uh, as long as we all have the right intention, which I know you do and I know I do, then uh, it's, it's just going to continue getting more amazing for all of us. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Uh, when I when I have a high level coach contact me to do stuff for free, I'm all over. Like, when you tell me at that time there was gyms that never applied to you, I was like, what 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 drives these people? <laughs> How can they see an email like that and ignore it? What is wrong with them people? <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't check their email, but a lot are also suspicious. They're like, yeah, free is never free, bro. <laughs> no, it's really free. I just do it because I like it. It brings people together. You get to meet people like yourself. Like uh, we w- wouldn't have connected had I, you know, been like, "Hey, I know you don't know me, but let's let's get me paid here." You know? Yeah, that's absolutely. crazy. I think it's absolutely like just out of the out of this world, crazy. Yeah, man. You, gotta, you gotta start with some some sort of level of trust with people. You know? Absolutely, brother. One hundred percent, my man. Okay, well, listen. Now uh, I will let you go back to your busy day in San Diego, and uh, I really look forward to catching up again soon. Yeah, thanks for making the uh, adjustments to your uh, time. I know it's late there, probably uh, about 10, 15 p.m. It is indeed, my man, but that's no, it's ne- never the wrong time to talk to Travis. Ah, oh, thanks, man. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Speak to you soon. I'll be seeing you in the next couple months. Yes, absolutely, man. Talk, All right, my man. Talk to you. All the best. All right, you too.